We are Anthony and Danielle. We own a pet food store in Columbus, Ohio called Fangs and Fur that is focused on educating pet owners on feeding food nature intended for our pets. You can find us on Instagram at Fangs and Fur Pets or Facebook at Fangs and Fur. If you want to send in a question for Anthony to answer at the end of each episode, message us through our website at fangsfur.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and leave a review. This is the Fangs and Fur Podcast. All right. So welcome, Bex, back to Hello. the podcast, season two. So your first episode on season yeah, two. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah. I've been waiting with bated breath for the uh, the new season. Yeah, first and first and not last episode with Bex. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have her a lot. This I like season. to talk. Yeah. And uh let's <laughs> try to reel her in. Especially, I know. On, especially on today's topic. Oh, I heard uh, you say uh, shorter episodes this season. I was like, he's calling me out on that. Yeah, one. that was a yeah, <laughs> that was a message to you. This is gonna be might be hard to do today because we're talking about DCM, dilated cardiomyopathy, mm-hmm. and it's been a hot topic for what um, four, years. five years now. Yeah, um, I think it was probably 2017, 17 or eighteen when it first started. It's kind of all for all for nothing. Stay tuned until the end of the episode where Anthony answers a customer's question. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly, professional team and offer conventional as well as integrative medical options like acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, stem cell therapy and PRP, and more. Visit us at LifetimePetWellness.com, Instagram, and Facebook to learn more about us. Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family, and that extends right down to the food that they eat. For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets. Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes. There's been a lot of new developments developments in this case um, yeah. that have really shown some light on on the FDA. Yeah, and um, it's touchy. You know, I don't want to just cover our side of it because I feel like that's what I have to give because there's a lot of the Western medicine side of it. Um, but it is touchy. It's sensitive. Some people have lost dogs, and it's been kind of a scary time with vets and um, industry professionals out there saying, you know, if you feed your dog grain-free food, they will die, which is um, super irresponsible, if you ask me. Well, it's been a lot of that. And you and I have both experienced those questions almost on a daily basis. From the beginning, you know, this July of 2018, the FDA announced that they were, they had begun investigating cases of, of dogs with DCM. I think at that time, there's about 25 reports. When we were talking about the new developments in this, seven out of those 25 came from one doctor. And oh. DCM is also known as enlarged heart. I feel like yep. before that, that was the like common the street name for yeah. it. And there's there's nutritional DCM and there's also uh, a genetic component mm-hmm. to it as well. Some, some breeds are just predisposed to it more so than others. Yeah. But seven out of those 25 reports uh, came from one person, Dr. Lisa Freeman um, from Tufts University. And this is where the kind of grain-free diets started to get targeted. And right? they called it what? Beg diets. Beg. So, so boutique, exotic, grain-free diets. Yeah. Um, and like, what does that even mean, first yeah. of all? And there's, it's, it's, it's important to, to remember that because it's, 
we're going to come this it all comes full full circle at the end mm. but um yeah so even at this time the fda recognized that this was a complex scientific issue that that has a lot of complex factors i think that's right from their website but going back to dr lisa freeman um she was a lead researcher on this on this case for the fda and what we've what we now know is that her and her team were actually cherry picking the mm. dogs in this study yeah um what's that you can make the news say what you want when you pay for what was that John Mayer quote that I was going <laughs> when you own the information you can bend it all you want I know I think I've quoted that like 10 times yeah. but it's so true when you own the information true. you can bend it all you want so they ended up finding um, and nobody wants to talk about it out loud except for you know Dr. Judy Morgan Karen Becker all of yeah. them on the more holistic side of things that are like hey is nobody going to talk about the fact that all of these veterinarians are employed by Purina Mars big pet yeah. food. Yeah. So essentially, they, they, they were cherry picking dogs. They're eating mm. all they wanted to know. Dr. Freeman and her team, all they wanted to know were dogs that were had cases of DCM that were eating grain free diets. If they're eating grain based diets, they did not want to know about it. So obviously, mm-hmm. this is completely inappropriate. Done purpose purposefully to, to yeah. skew the numbers it's not a really it's not a study it's a it was a more of a it's it was a like targeting. an uh, it was an opinion piece like a yeah case study kind yeah. of but but i've been ranting about this for years i'm not denying the fact that dcm is a thing and i absolutely don't want to suggest people do something that's going to make their dogs sick but there's been sketchiness with this from the beginning first of all it wasn't a peer-reviewed study it was just a person published something, and the fact that it was even published without being peer-reviewed was kind of like, what? That's just not how these scientific journals work. Well, and to sound the alarm like the FDA did immediately without doing yeah, any kind of legitimate study. Well, I feel like the FDA doesn't even usually pick up pet food stuff. Yeah. But they just picked it up and immediately were like, uh-uh, that's not a thing. Like, you know, which, grain-free is going to kill your dog. And but it makes sense in the end, which we'll get to. I keep, keep alluding to that, but it makes sense that they got involved in this, I think, yeah. in the end. But, like, what you're saying before is, it, you know, we've also found out that, you know, Freeman and her team were actually funded by, like you were saying, they're funded by Mars, they're funded by Hills, mm-hmm. Nestle, Purina. And we saw that in the last three years, Dr. Freeman has received research funding from from or given sponsored lectures for or provided professional services to companies like Hills, Pet Nutrition, Nestle Purina, Mars Pet Care, Royal Canin. So she had all these all these grain-based foods in her Yeah, pockets. and, and yeah. I just want to kind of add in also if you're not in this world, companies like this, we call them big pet food. It's the same as Big Pharma, just as evil in my eyes. Um, they monopolize the industry, so they have the food. They have the veterinary clinics, they have the research centers, they have the veterinarians and the professionals and the professors and the vet schools. So when you come out and these vets are just die hard on, um, you know, Mars, Purina products, whatever, no wonder, um, you know, the entire way down the line, it's, it's just backed by these big companies giving information. Their nutrition manuals are from Purina and things like that. So the information is biased from the beginning. Um, and I just think that that's kind of important to keep in mind and to know about the industries. There is this big bias and there is this monopoly on these big pet food companies. Yeah, and I've, we talked about this before, but the uh, even the main textbook that they use, that veterinarians use for nutrition in college, if you look at the back, the back of the book, it's sponsored by Hills. Mm-hmm. 
So drives me nuts. There's that problem. There's just a lot of bias in general. Yeah. yeah. So um, this came out and instantly. Um, myself, veterinarians like um, Dr. Karen Becker and all of them red flagged this because they're like, okay, whether or not we know that this, you know, DCM and grain-free correlation is real, um, nobody could prove it at the time. They really hyped it up. Whether or not we know if this is a real issue, we need to red flag the things coming out of the study. Lisa Freeman is biased. The dogs being included in this are only grain-free fed dogs on these specific foods. So um, I kind of was trying to explain it to somebody outside of the pet world the other day. And I said, it's like Coca-Cola going out and paying Western doctors to study herbal tea drinkers with brain cancer. And then they conclude from the study that herbal tea will cause brain cancer and tell you that, but if you drink Coca-Cola, you won't get brain cancer probably. Yeah, and then even take it further and give you a list of companies yeah. that are selling the ones that you shouldn't Yeah, you should avoid drinking. Tazo. They yeah. have an herbal tea that because this person what, with brain cancer drinks. That's like, what the FDA did, right? They said yeah. like Champion Pet Foods, Akana, Origin, Signature, all yeah. these. They're, oh, all these they're th they were specifically targeting certain companies, which was insane. And yeah, and, and we'll get into the legume debate later. Nobody is yeah. saying that high legume count in no. these pet foods is good. I certainly am not. No. Um, and we're not out here trying to get you to feed more kibble, honestly. But that's like saying, okay, so feed more or drink more Coca-Cola and you won't get brain cancer. When really, actually, the conclusion should have been, hey, let's avoid processed foods, drink more water, eat more vegetables. But nobody gets paid to promote vegetables. Right. Nobody gets paid to promote meat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was kind of the, the frustrating thing about all of this. They're like, well, it's taurine. There's not enough taurine. There's not enough taurine. I'm like, okay, well, you know what doesn't have taurine? Grains. Grains, highly processed foods, yeah. literally any plant matter. So we've been you know, frustrated about this whole time. They're pushing, pushing, pushing grains. Why are you adding grains? Grains aren't supplementing the heart at all. Right. You know what I mean? And I think I'm skipping a couple steps here. No, but, but the, this is... Well, kind of, but we're... <laughs> Sorry, I get, get I get real heated about know, this one. I know, but I think it's, you know, why this is so kind of fishy is because brands like like Hills and Purina, brands that are under the Mars umbrella, they took off during this time. So during this this whole, what I call a scandal, <laughs> um, yeah. they took off. They had record profits these years. You know, these brands selling these grain-based diets did. Meanwhile, what happened to the other brands? What happened to Champion Foods? What happened to Origin, Akina? Uh, the signature of these grain-free, they plummeted, all right? Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, it was Origin and Akina. So they went down as much as 30% in just six months, the first six months of this, mm. um, which means they had to lay, you know, they laid off half their workforce. People lost their jobs, their livelihood. You know, they literally just, in my opinion, just taking food off the table uh, from their families. Well, and not to mention, too, um, independent pet re retailers were hit really, really hard by this. Yeah. Um, I have so many people that were like, you know, th these foods and these health-based foods were our entire livelihood. And then all of a sudden, veterinarians are out there pushing, you know, go to Purina and stuff like that, that they can buy at these big retailers. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the epidemic of veterinarians. And I don't want to specifically call it vets. It's, you know, your neighborhood mom on social media and everybody yeah. else sharing these posts. And people are going out and switching from a raw diet yeah. back to Purina Which, Pro, Pro Plan. We are so proud of our sponsor today, our friends at Steve's Real Food, who helped make the Fangs and Fur podcast come true. 
Anthony, what do you like best about Steve's? They're whole food ingredients. They don't use any synthetics and it's real simple. When they come into Fangs and Fur, I'll always pull out a box of Steve's Real Food and I'll show them what's in their food. So come into our shop to learn more about Steve's from Anthony or visit stevesrealfood.com. All right, all right. So how did how did GGR, Girls Gone Raw Pet Health, get started? Well, you know, I'd spent my whole life watching our dogs suffer from chronic yeast infections, arthritis, GI issues, and cancer. And after finishing my veterinary science degree and working in the pet food industry for a while, I was exhausted by all of the BS and misinformation being fed to pets and pet owners and decided to take a stand on it. My mission from the beginning has been to be transparent, provide reliable nutrition education, and only use ingredients that actually benefit our pet carnivores. That's amazing because it's, it's really hard to sort out the good from the, the sketchy in the pet food realm. Pet owners just want to do what's what's best for their animals. Yeah, and that's exactly why we use our social platforms to educate rather than advertise. And we work with amazing health-focused independent retailers like yourself all over the country. We want to help pet owners feel confident about what they're giving their pets and empower them to boost their pet's health and longevity to its full potential. So get fresh and go raw with us. Follow us on social media at Girls Gone Raw Pet Health or check us out online at girlsgonerawpet.com to see our small batch dehydrated treats and chews and to get tips on how you can improve your pet's health naturally. You, you bring up a good point. Like these raw diets got somehow conglomerated, thrown in the mix with these bag diets or these grain-free because they're technically mm-hmm. grain-free, right? But mm-hmm. the best, and I, I had a couple, I lost, I know I lost a couple customers, I'm certain of because of this whole thing. Um, and I know they're vets too, and their vets are very, very. They get their nutritional information straight from their from their reps, from their food Drives reps. Me nuts. Uh, specifically, Royal Canin. So, um, and I think your your job as a medical professional should be to be unbiased and to be familiar with all sides of things. Well, read more general. than the headline. That's what I always say. Yeah, you read the article. I, I just it's uh, and a lot of vet tech saying the same thing. Like, yeah, it, telling people this this misinformation, but. It's if you fast forward. So when we fast forward to, to gosh, just a few weeks ago, the FDA actually updated their their information. Yeah. Um, so for years they've been now they've been kind of not really putting out anything. It's been like the same couple posts cycling and cycling and cycling, mm-hmm. and then everyone's like, "Wait, my dog has enlarged heart. My dog has DCM, and he was eating grain free food." And so then it just kind of started to spiral. But here's the thing. A lot of dogs are eating grain-free food, and a lot of dogs develop this for genetic reasons, like specifically golden retrievers. Um, what were a couple of the other breeds? Um, uh, Great Danes. Great Danes, um, yeah. Dobermans, yeah. Um, some of the larger breeds. Um, and then just finally a couple of weeks ago, they put – they didn't even announce it. They just put like a little blurb at the top of the page. Yeah, I'll read it. They said – so they they wrote an addendum on their on their uh, website that says the FDA does not intend to release further public updates until there is meaningful new scientific new scientific information to share. Account of reports of DCM and dogs submitted to FDA as of November first, two thousand twenty-two has been added. Blah blah blah. Uh, FDA has allowed up on a subset of these reports, but is unable to investigate every report to verify or confirm the reported information. While adverse events. This is actually important. It says, while adverse event numbers can be uh, a potential signal of an issue with an FDA-regulated re- product, by themselves, they do not supply sufficient data to establish a causal relationship with reported products. Yeah. Um, pretty much saying they don't have any substantial evidence uh, showing that there is a correlation. Or causation. A causation. Is, yeah, probably correlation or causation, honestly, because, yeah, that would so be all this, proven. So all this... Uh, the, you know, the FDA ringing all these alarms, you know, all these bells and pretty much destroying a whole 
you know, half of an industry, yeah. <laughs> the grain, grain free companies, um, or, you know, even the, the better companies, the ones so, who are doing it better, then all of a sudden just say, whoops. And, and it's, it's, it's too, if you go all the way back, <clears throat> it's kind of important to do this too. The pet food industry effed up big time years and years and years ago with cat food. <clears throat> in the same thing they um cats cannot synthesize taurine on their own they need yeah. straight up taurine from meat sources so let's keep this in mind too taurine is only from meat sources um and these cat foods didn't have enough it's meat 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 or meat dairy taurine seafood. yeah yep. um, they didn't have enough taurine in them and so tons and tons and tons of cats all over the place were getting heart failure dcm and dying um because of these foods that were taurine deficient and they linked it to that they solved it you can reverse and you can heal enlarged heart dcm with supplemental taurine okay so now vets are telling people grain-free food grain-free food we don't know it for sure but they're saying it like we know it for sure um and getting people back onto grains to support heart health where is the research saying that grains are good for the heart first of all the nutrition manual for dogs says absolutely no carbs are necessary for them period end of story same with cats yep Zero zilch. requirement for carbohydrates. Um, and so... Even for us, and this is what drives me nuts, because even for us, 40, 40 to 60% of, of dry foods are are carbohydrates, right? Mm-hmm. And so even for us as as omnivores, that would be a shit ton of carbohydrates. Yeah. They were talking about a factor of carnivore. Makes my teeth hurt thinking about it, yeah. You know what I mean? Who should be getting... I mean, I'm not to say that there's no place for them in a diet. Starchy carbs, too. Yeah, yeah. Like the worst fine. kind of carbs. You want to do quinoa, you want to do vegetables, something like that. Those yeah. are carbs. That's fine. Um, your dog does not need corn, wheat, soy, um, and there's, and rice, yeah, and there's if you go to like um like in AFCO meetings, for example, they actually have like lobbyist lobbyist groups like grain and legume lobbyist waste mm-hmm. management groups that are there. Because mm-hmm. what what are they doing? They're all trying to get rid of their waste. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Um it's they're all they're using about- the parts that they that aren't profitable for humans. So it's yeah, it's the junk. And they're not yeah. using high quality grains. They're not no. using and there's a handful of them out there that now have the ancient grains and the wholesome grains and whatever. Also marketing yeah. just to make you feel better. Um, but these companies need to survive, and I understand that. So the issue that we're all calling out, the industry, the veterinarians, everything was saying, taurine, taurine, taurine is deficient in all these dogs. Okay, so why are we pushing carbs when we all know that the only proper source of taurine is fresh, like you said, meats, fish, dairy. Yep. Okay, eggs. And so everybody all along is like, oh, well, I'm going to switch to grain-inclusive food. No, no, no. Take your normal food, and if mm-hmm. you're concerned about risks of taurine deficiency and DCM, add in some taurine-rich natural foods. Add in um, greenlit mussels, fresh raw eggs, heart, goat milk, heart, heart meat, is, liver meat. Know, in, a, in a holistic world, like heals like, and it's so this is yeah. like a perfect example of it because what is a great source of taurine? Heart. Yeah, when it's I had a foster dog with uh, heartworms, I was feeding him raw heart, yeah, chunks of raw heart and liver and things like that. That can be weird for some people. Even going out and getting freeze-dried or dehydrated stuff, obviously raw is going to be better. It's going to have more of those amino acids and, and nutrition. But um, supplementing these foods, it will never hurt to supplement more meats, um, you know, goat milk, eggs, things like that for your pet yeah. carnivore, cat, Especially dog, Especially if you're everything. feeding dry food. Yeah, never. I mean, that's, that's the one thing you should be supplementing. Yeah. yeah. So cut the peas, cut the green beans, cut the carrots. It's great that you're doing these. Um, and they're beneficial in small doses. But start adding... A raw egg a couple times a week. Okay, eggs are expensive. 
Um, you know, find a uh, local goat milk co-op. A lot of people give away duck eggs because they lay them like crazy. Yeah. So look in your, you know, local groups, look in raw feeding groups. Um, I know I have one for all of Ohio where people are able to get even scrap meat that's not even being used. Go to your butcher and get liver for super cheap and just chunk some of that in there. Yeah, liver is one of the best things you can eat yeah well, if you're if you're budget crunching it's it's you have to get a little resourceful but i know as a fact that you can get liver and things like that for your dog at the same price as vegetables and it just is so easy to add that it's such an easy way to add taurine rather than adding grains that actually have no beneficial nutrition yeah i mean why don't you add i mean pretty much any of your product all your products are great yeah. sources of of this you know yeah if, and especially, yeah, especially those dark meats and raw bones um, and goat milk is a great one. I'm trying to push more now the seafood. Seafood's a great source of it. Um, so now I have like the fish heads, the prawns. Ooh, yeah, the prawns. The, yeah. <clears throat> I'm getting sardines in this week. Oh, cool. So that'll be kind of fun. But even things like that. Yeah, you can get them anywhere. Yeah. Um, my brand, another brand. There's a bunch of them out there. Check the internet. Um, adding a couple chunks of dehydrated freeze-dried liver and heart meat will be beneficial for your pet overall support their heart whether they're at risk for dcm or not but especially if you have a golden or a great dane or one of these breeds adding in raw heart meat or dehydrated or freeze-dried heart meats and things like that will be awesome for your pet this is dr jim carlson we look forward to seeing you at lifetime pet wellness center we have a friendly professional team and offer conventional medicine dentistry and surgery as well as integrative options such as acupuncture chiropractics nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, and more. We emphasize fresh foods because you wouldn't want to eat processed food every day, right? Visit us at LifetimePetWellness.com, Instagram, or Facebook, or give us a call at 614-888-2100. Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family, and that extends right down to the food that they eat. For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets. Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes. Yeah, not to um, jump around too much, but my big thing with this whole DCM is the whole the whole money aspect of it is what drives me mm. crazy. Like I was kind of alluding to before, like Akana and Origin and Signature, mm-hmm. what happened? They just plummeted. Like their profits tank, the market price tanks, mass Dr. layoffs. Dr. Judy was talking about this yes. in hers. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. And it's I know the exactly only, what you're and about it's, to say. And, and, and there, I, this, I watched the same video. And it finally, when I watched it, it finally made sense to me. It was like, this makes perfect sense. It's the only reasonable, logistical It's a little tin hat-ish. Sure. But what but else? I like it. But nothing else makes sense to me. Mm-mm. So 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 listen. So all these grain-free bag diet companies start tanking. Okay, mass layoffs, yada mm-hmm. yada. Um, and then at the end of 2022, what happens? Mars Pet Care acquires Akana and Origin Champions Pet Food. Mm-hmm. Right? Why would Mars do that? There, if all this research is saying that grain-free diet yeah. is so bad. <laughs> And the then, ones that were paying the research paying to the shut research down these shut down. brands, and then and now, all of a sudden now their market price dropped, and mm. then so it's a good time to buy them and acquire them. And then, and then the funny, FDA comes out funny, and then funny. says in a new addendum that you know what, there actually is no link between 
boutique grain free diets like in as DC. soon as that deal what was a closed what a coincidence i agree wow yeah. just crazy timing with that one huh yeah and i don't want to get too hit tin tin foil hatty there but um well, it's yeah, all, it's, it, it's, it's the it's, only thing that makes sense to me like everything and else it's all about the money it's not about your health or your pet's health it's, it's not it's, i'm sorry well and that's not. the thing about this industry um and we've out. talked about it before this is a FDA very very big money industry and it is aggressively getting bigger as people are wanting to get on better things for their pets and champion pet food. So that's who I started off with out of college. Yeah, right. That is a big, fast-growing, you know, smart company. Um, they were able to kind of skirt it um, by going towards the wholesome grades, um, which I hated. But I also understand that they were, you know, hemorrhaging money. And not and to, and not to. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt, but. No. We all knew grains were bad. That's why we, that's why grain free diets. I know. That's why they came about because grains were bad. It was so frustrating. <laughs> Anyways, to go me. Ahead. Yeah, I like I had spent my whole career with this company. It was a yeah. short career, but I spent my whole career talking about why we don't do grains. Right. Now, and to go back to legumes though while we're at it, nobody is talking, you know, nobody is saying that legumes are good. Yeah. Um they should be consumed in moderation as should grains, okay? So the overall issue is that these pet foods have too many carbs. Just because you're getting a grain-free food doesn't mean that it's healthy. Just because you're getting a grain-free food does definitely not mean that it's low carb. No. Um, let's talk about that. A so, lot of people mix that up. A lot of people think, oh, it's grain-free, so it's carb-free. It's like, no, yeah. it's actually, it could be even worse. So you definitely still need to scrutinize your foods. But what I liked about Champion Pet Foods and a couple of these brands that were like super called out um, and like blacklisted, essentially, they were some of the lower carb ones. And then the ones that weren't called out, the ones that weren't listed were the smaller, you know, as you call them, boutique foods. They were still kind of hit by this. Um, and all of this could have been avoided if people were just feeding more meat and less starches. Do you know what I like about... Um this isn't, I'm not sponsored by them at all whatsoever, but Formina actually puts the percent of protein in a bag that's animal-based. So yeah. all their diets are 90% or above. 90% of the protein in a diet or more is animal-based protein. Yeah, and Champion, I think, was doing that back in the Sorry, day, did too. Did I say that wrong? So 90% of the protein in the bag is animal source. So they're not using just yeah. the, an ungodly okay. amount of... Yeah, right, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's cool Sorry. because the problem is... Um, you know, it'll say from meat, but then you'll also have chickpeas, lentils, yep. peas, and they are high protein. And some of these companies that are cutting costs are substituting in plant-based proteins um, for animal protein. And it's not the same. It doesn't process the same. No. It doesn't do the same for them. And it can be damaging for the gut and the body um, overall. Cheap. That's it's what just if you- cheap filler. It is. And the, what is it? Um, the legumes, when processed at super high heat, turn into lectins. I'm getting it. I'm getting it wrong, but it's something along that lines, and that's really damaging. That can cause leaky gut and all sorts of inflammation throughout the body. Yeah. So you know, definitely not saying that, but choose foods that have lower counts of, or you know, lower quantities of these starchy carbs um, and legumes. Um, you know, use a carb calculator. I always suggest to people. There's ones online that you can literally just copy the guaranteed analysis into like a little calculator and it'll pop yep. it out for you. And it'll shock you. I've done some recently that were 50 to 60% carbon. Like you're literally paying for a bag it's, of carbs. It's insane. Paying for a bag of corn to that feed your dog. That gigantic puddle of poop over there. That is yeah. your money sitting on your lawn. Good yeah. luck. Add in, add in meats instead. You know, instead of going to, if you have to feed a lower budget food, find some ways to get low, you know, lower cost meats and taurine rich foods. 
Yeah, and that was my that was the main point of uh, what I kind of wanted to end on was supplementation and and what mm-hmm. we need to whether you're feeding grain or grain free. Really, in my mind, it doesn't matter. It's like what are you supplementing with? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, that's if you're feeding the dry food, that's not the only thing you're going to want to feed. Absolutely. Um, you're going to want to feed some fresh food, and that fresh food should be literally any of your products. Or yeah, or just people meat. food if you want to call it. Yeah, you a know, lot of people some say people that. Just, I don't feed any people food. I'm like, why not? You're feeding dry <laughs> you food. You should I hope be. You're That's what. Who is it that right? said like if the people food or table scraps or whatever what you want to call it? People food. Like it's. I know it's just know. food. Yeah. Um, if that's the only fresh food that your dog is getting, go for it. Like if it's, yeah. I just did a post about this the other day. Adding in, you know, a scoop of yogurt out of your breakfast as long as yeah, it's sure. just like a plain Greek yogurt. Yeah. Um, I do strawberry tops. I know they can't really digest the leaves or anything like that, but I add strawberry tops to my dog's food out of my kid's thing. Any of the berries that are too mushy, um, you know, trim off of chicken when I'm cutting it, anything that's not like just pure fat. Um, but I have a list here of things that are very taurine rich specifically. So it's all animal products. We have goat milk, eggs, fish, dark meats, like, um, dark meat, turkey, and chicken, um organ meats so you can get lung pretty readily you can get liver heart meat um i do you know duck hearts and beef heart um tongue meat specifically i know it sounds so gross but these like um really heavy use muscle meats like the the heart and the tongue are packed with taurine um pork loin is actually really high in taurine i use a lot of pork Mm -hmm. loin when i was doing diy raw that was a huge chunk of our my pets diets and it's pretty easy to get and you can get it for pretty cheap too um green lip mussels or you know blue lip any sort of mussels really oysters and other dark meats so really easy you can even go out there and pull some of the dark meats you know out of a pack of chicken from your dinner and just kind of separate some of it out for your dogs um, don't be raw afraid. is obviously best. Don't be afraid. That's a yeah. big thing. A lot of people are afraid. I have had a couple customers recently too. Like I, yeah, I've got all this great like uh, organ meat in my my freezer, but I'm afraid. Like I don't know how to use it, so I'm just like feeding. I'm yeah. just supplementing carrots and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, well, don't and, be afraid. and I will say with organ meats too, you have to be careful. They are really rich. Start and slow. start slow with it. Yeah, kind of chunk it up. A lot of people, if you have the guts to do it put it in a blender like with a little bit of water and you can make like little frozen things out sure. of it. Mm. I eat uh this might sound gross to some people but I eat frozen like raw liver. It's the only way I can eat it. For nutritional You're better than me. for nutritional reasons. Um <laughs> but I can know I hate to taste liver. I didn't grow up eating I, it. You know like a, the I older generations steak, they can they honestly. can like cook liver and like it's you know they like yeah. it. Weird. I can uh, cut it up, but I can't look at it. If it's frozen, I, I can like chop it into like little squares and just swallow it. But um, good for you. So I'm, what I'm saying is, even I, I mean, I. It's funny because I'll just stand yeah, in the kitchen and is. chop it up, and then my dogs are sitting right there, and we're just all eating. I mean, and this beef, this beef heart and the the beef, beef tongue and stuff like that that I buy, these are for human consumption. They're they're oh, yeah. delicacies in a lot of these. Well, we get um, our yeah. Cultures. We have like a it's it's you know grass fed. Yeah. Like, this Pasture isn't pet-grade beef it's, tongue that I'm getting. This yeah. is, like, literally dressed and ready for lingua, which is, yeah. like, a, a roast in a lot of Hispanic cultures. But so, super easy. It's super easy. You can just go to your butcher and literally ask for chunked-out beef heart or liver and things like that, and oh, it'll yeah. be ready for you. You yeah. can get it in the grocery section at Giant Eagle. I've seen it. Sure. We're going to have a link on this podcast. I don't know if I already said this, but it's a link to that the FDA addendum um, on their website. So if your vet is still giving you trouble – um, for 
not feeding grains, you can show them that this addendum, the FDA update is showing that there's actually mm-hmm. no link between the two. How long do you um, think that'll take to take over from the uh, little post that's still circulating? Do you remember that? It's just a, it's like a shot of a white piece of paper with the, the foods on it oh, from like somebody's yeah. veterinary Gosh, clinic. I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one popped up in my feed yesterday. Yesterday. Wow. Yesterday from, I think, like 2017, um, 2018. Yeah. Um, it should be so, flagged for misinformation. I think it should. I think it should. Yeah. Um, or at least corrected with yeah. a little asterisk. But it's okay. It's always good to support heart health, whether you think your dog's at risk or not, especially if you're feeding 100%. a kibble, it's what it's all about. kibble diet overall. Prevention. Taurine is always good. Amino acids are always good. Your dog is a carnivore. So if you have a question that you want us to answer on our next podcast, you can find us a few different ways. You can send an email to danielle at fangsfur.com. You can find us on our website, fangsfur.com, or you can direct message us on Instagram at fangsandfurpets. The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.